Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Rodney Umrah from Force Point join us. Rodney, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Thank you so much, Shauna. I'm delighted to be here. My name is Rodney Umra, and I'm the global head of uh, enablement at our go-to-market organization here at Forcepoint. Well, I'm excited to have you here. Now, I know that you share that enablement found you rather than you finding it. Tell us a little bit about that career journey and why and how did you transition into the enablement field? Sure. I'll take you back a little before I get to the transition because that will help to inform why that experience was so interesting to me. So I I was born in the lovely island of Jamaica, Shona. I'm not sure if you have been there before, but um, that's where I was born. And um, when, when I went to university there, I went to the University of the West Indies and I studied computer science there. And I was fortunate to be hired right out of school by IBM. And there's a gentleman who did that. And I don't know how I can pay it forward to him. His name is Carl Foster. He's still my mentor and friend today. He saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And so uh, while being at IBM, at that time, Shauna, it was like 366,000 people in the organization. That was like the largest IT company at the time. But it was like a university, really. And I learned a lot. That's where my true professionalism was honed. And then I migrated to, to Canada. That's where I live now. And um, I was in the technical roles, really, um, between IBM Jamaica and IBM Canada. But I always wanted to be in sales. So I transitioned from technical roles there at IBM to in, into sales, specifically software sales. Now, a little bit of context, Shauna, is that my mother is actually a teacher and my brother is a professor. And I used to do a part-time, I was a part-time professor myself. So... As a result of kind of that experience and enjoying the IBM experience there, doing well, I, I, I said I'm going to transition to, to Microsoft. So I spent about eight and a half years at IBM over to, to Microsoft, and I was there for five and a half years, and then moved over to NetSuite. And this is where now your question comes in, Shauna, which, which is a transition. I was doing well in sales uh, at, at NetSuite, you know, going to club every year, I mean, especially leveraging my, my manager at the time. He, he was very, very instrumental in my success. And then, Shauna, my GVP or global uh, vice president of sales invited me in his office one day and just asked me the question, are you interested in leading enablement? Now, the truth is, I didn't know, even know what that term meant, enablement. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know because I was used to the term training. And so he asked me to speak to the, the leader of that organization because he, the, the, the GVP, wanted me to, to lead enablement for his organization. And as a result of that, uh, the rest is history, as they say, because um, here I am 10 years later and really, really enjoying it. I was all over the globe, Sean. I was in Australia, the Philippines, in Europe, across the U.S., Canada, you name it. And I just, I just have a, a great passion for the enablement vocation. I love that, that career journey. And I'd love to understand, how do you think that 
your nonlinear career path and your background um, in roles spanning sales and academia really help you as your in your role as an enablement leader? Uh, it certainly did, um, especially because I came from the sales background. Uh, it was, in fact, as I said, it was my group vice president that saw it in myself and also my manager, because at the time, my manager actually asked me to do some some best practices training with this with the team that we had at the time, and it kind of grew. And so they saw it and I didn't. And so as a result of having the sales background, Shauna, uh, and then go, b- being able now to enable sellers there, there is instant credibility there. And the reason for it is not because I'm, I'm brilliant. The reason for it is because you're coming from the same vocation that you're actually enabling. So the, the, you, you don't only talk the talk, but you have walked the talk. And so people can see it whenever you present. They can understand for sure that you have been in the trenches before. So this is not theory. It's not just words on a, on a page. And so coming from that background was really, really instrumental in my success. Now, the other area, too, is academia. As a result of being a part-time professor, you know, being able to stand and, and confident to deliver content, I took it for granted. And, uh, uh, Shawna, you probably are aware, you know, being presenting actually in front of an audience is like one of the top three fairs that people have. So those, all of those pieces coming together and the experiences there really, really bold well for, for me in being an enablement, and I'm absolutely enjoying the ride. I love to hear that. That is fantastic. What, though, would you say are maybe some of the challenges that practitioners might face when when they're trying to make a career transition? And, and how did you overcome some of those challenges as you pivoted into the enablement career? Wow, that's, that's a loaded question there, Shauna, <laughs> and uh, we don't have the t- time to go down the list. But The truth is, when you transition into enablement, just like any other new role, um, especially if it's if it's different from from the one that you're you're coming from, you will often feel, if not always, you will often feel less than. Meaning, it's almost like you don't feel like you are qualified to be there, Um, and so that's a feeling that one would need to overcome with time. So I, I struggled with that, which is why I asked my, my GVP at the time. I was like, why are you asking me to do this? Because I don't know how to do this. You know what he said to me, Sean? I'll never forget it. He was in his office. He said, Rodney, all I want you to do, because he had 250 sellers at the time across the globe. What he said was, all I need for you to do is to teach others what you do and what you do well when you're in sales. So that gave me the comfort level to say, oh, so what I'll be doing is very similar to what I'm doing today. All I'm doing is really imparting my, my or paying forward or imparting my knowledge in, in this field. So that really helped me. So feeling less than is one of the areas that you need to watch out for anyone transitioning into enablement. Um, the other one is there is high expectations of, of uh, you know, individuals in enablement, very high. In fact, we all know that in sales, there is, there is always high velocity, right? Um, and so the expectations are high. And there is, a, there is an anticipation that you will make an impact now. And that can cause stress. <laughs> it certainly can. But of course, as long as you are you know, pacing yourself and ensuring that you're doing the best you can, working with the resources that you can, 
ensuring that you're aligned to the strategic priorities and you have ruthless prioritization, you will certainly overcome. The demands are high, Shauna. They're, they're coming from all over. They're probably coming from your CRO. They're coming from the, the RevOps organization, legal, product marketing, etc. So managing all of that can be really, really challenging. But of course, just like anything else, you will figure it out, figure it out over time as you work with others and learn from others. I love that advice. What maybe to drill into this a little bit, what are maybe some of the key skills that have helped you succeed as an enablement leader? And, you know, what skills do you think other enablement leaders should look for when they're building out their teams? Yeah, um, I was fortunate, as I mentioned earlier, to be to have um, 10 years of experience in sales, software slash cloud sales to be exact. And so as a result of that background, as I shared, I wasn't just enabling because it was, you know, on a, on a slide, the content that I was delivering. It was coming from the heart and the brain at the same time because of the experience. And I think people can see through that, you know, people are looking for whomever we are. We are looking for transparency. And so that sales, that decade of sales background really, really helped me um, as I transitioned in, and even today, um, as, as you know, going into my eleventh year, I think also, Shauna, that um, the leadership skills that I've gathered along the way, even when interacting with clients when I was in sales, because at the time, I'll give you an example. When I was at Oracle Netsuite, I had like the, the fifteen strategic accounts in northeast of the of the U.S. And going through that process, a lot of we had lots of challenges, but we had to overcome those to be able to to ensure that those organizations thrive. So you had to e exhibit on a consistent basis leadership skills and helping your customers. It's the same when you when you are in an enablement, right? Because especially when you're dealing with, in my situation, where you're dealing with a global company, a global organization, people are scattered all across the world, you know, having um, the skill to be able to deal with so many different individuals with diverse backgrounds and thoughts is very important. I will also hasten to say, Shauna, that exhibiting empathy is very, very key as well in our roles because the sales role is stressful. It really is. And I guess because I've been there, I know that. And so as a, as a result, when dealing with that audience, and when I say sales here, it could be business development, it could be sales themselves or sales engineers, it could be renewals, it could be customer success. Those are stressful roles. So executing your job in an empathetic way is very key. And of course, always having an open mind to continuously learn, which is why we're in this, this enablement role, these enablement roles, right? Because we're, we're supposed to be life learners. I love that. And I love the life learner approach. What benefit do you think organizations can gain from diversifying their sales enablement teams, as you suggest, and bringing in people with different or maybe unconventional backgrounds? It is absolutely powerful, Shauna. And I'm saying it not because it's the right thing to say. I'm, I'm indicating that clearly because I've experienced it. Let me tell you what I mean. So I had the awesome privilege and opportunity to lead and develop an organization that was almost about 30 people that were located in 10 different countries around the globe. So Japan, Australia, Hong Kong, the Philippines, Singapore, France, Spain, the UK, the US, and Canada. And that experience for me was absolutely breathtaking. And the reason for that is because I was able to work with a, a totally global audience 
and be able to understand the differences in the region. Now, Shauna, the truth is, sometimes we over here in North America think that we are the world. We are not the world, okay? <laughs> and what I mean is, there's so many different perspectives that you can learn from. And what works in North America is not necessarily what will work in, in Australia. You, you see what I'm saying? The same thing in France and etc. cetera. Uh, so having that experience uh, for me really taught me that listening is very important. Having that open mind, as we both spoke about just now, is very, very critical because I truly believe that whenever we get different different thoughts, diverse ideas, and we put it in a pot and we mix it up, right, we will always get something richer and more and more impactful than your original idea. I have done it over and over again with my team. And I tell my team all the time, Shauna, please do not box yourself. Just, just, just leave your mind open, open to creativity because you never know what gems can emerge. I absolutely love that as well. All right. Last question for you, Rodney. What advice would you give people who maybe want to transition into an enablement role from another department? How can they set themselves up for a successful career in enablement? Yes, uh, I do believe that um, talking to individuals that are successful in enablement is key. We spoke about earlier, Shauna, the life learner attitude. I've been in enablement now for, for 10 years, and that is formally, because even prior to that, as I mentioned, I was you know part-time professor and at I, IBM and other places, I was, I was um, doing enablement in different, in different spheres. But the point is that I, I'm still learning. Um, I still today challenge myself to think about things differently whenever I'm executing my role. Even if it is the same thing that I did in a previous organization, I'm challenging myself to say, is there a better way to actually do onboarding? Is there a better way to do continuous learning? Is there a better way for manager enablement, partner enablement? The list goes on. And um, I continuously do that. So I would advise um, someone coming on board uh, in the enablement, in an enablement role to have um, an open mind. I will also say, um, Shona, join, join Sales Enablement Pro and other enablement communities that you can absolutely learn from others. What I've found that is interesting about enablement and for those who are here is that we love to share ideas with each other. And I just love that. So if someone is coming on board and you're selfish, this is the wrong place. Uh, because in enablement, uh, we love to share um, and share our best practices with each other. We love to see others succeed. That is what gets us up in the morning to see others actually win in their roles. And so if, if that is what you have in mind, to, to, if you have that attitude, if you have that passion, this is indeed the place, enablement for you. I could not agree more. That is fantastic advice, Rodney. Thank you again so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Shauna. It was a blast. To our audience, thank you for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.